What up, what up? It's another episode of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We had a big weekend uh, with the WWE Royal Rumble on our hands, plus a huge snowstorm, which uh, made us work hard and sit down and watch the Royal Rumble and enjoy ourselves. So let's, uh, before we get down to business, let's introduce the boys real quick over in Glendale. Someone who always keeps it regal, Steve Groveschmidt. How are you, Grabby? I love you. Oh, man. Who's that? Who's that? Brother Love. Yeah. At least Charlie knows ah, my old shit. references. Now running, uh, what, Raw and SmackDown? Bruce Pritchard? Yep. I think I've been I've been listening to to too much Jim Cornette lately. It kind of all blended together there. Yeah, for a that's second. Uh, he's been going not, off lately. Yeah, that's not oh, probably healthy. That's, that's that's like listening to talk radio. Like, oh, uh, it's, it's great. Not, it's, it's not good for you. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's I good. do it in small doses. That's good. Yeah, he's right got to the clips. Jim Cornette. Yep. Oh, that's smart. All right, let's go down to Bayview. Talk to my guy, someone who keeps it freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? You think you know me. (laughs) (laughs) Topical. That Very good. Very good one. Um, And let's stay down in Bayview real quick. Talk to my boy. Oh, my God. It's Charlie Michael. Tell me you did not just say that. (laughs) <laughs> was that your booker t yeah <laughs> sucker for the bad bunny dude was uh dude's oh my ripped. god yeah mm-hmm. he's in good shape yeah yeah he's looking great doesn't he have his own promotion like down yep. in texas too like booker t yep, yep. he does that's where some people like um um ember moon came from yeah, yeah she vince allows there. that that's an indie. Yeah, they still got some partnerships like that. Yeah. Oh, he's not full time with them, so he's not getting, you know, he's not getting the che- full time check. He's maybe form. getting that legends check. Yeah, I exactly. Shocked. He gets an appearance check. He wasn't in the rumble, which really caught me by surprise. I he's thought he was gonna be too on and everything. That seemed to be yeah. set up for it. Plus, yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, dude looks like he can still go. Oh yeah. For sure. I mean, all he's gotta do is throw down a spinneroni. Yeah, you know, right. And uh you know, throw one guy over the ropes, it's a hit. So, yeah, Bad Bunny. That was bad. I never got down with Bad Bunny. I don't know why people love this guy so much. I but, think maybe uh, he's past yeah, he's a little was... beyond our demographic. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I kept Possibly. telling myself when I was like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, he's not making he's not. Well, I listen us. to a lot of different kinds of music. And I, I love like getting into stuff that I normally wouldn't listen to nor understand and like try. But I've tried with that guy and no mas. But um, yeah. Let's get right into the Royal that means Rumble. No the... more in English. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. 
the WWE had the Royal Rumble this Sunday, which is one of the most fun shows. Uh, last week, we had our prediction episode, throwing out some uh, some predictions of who might be there, who might win. And uh, yeah, it was very, it was very um, unpredictable, but we'll get to that. The show did start off with a match between uh, current WWE champion Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Um I mean, I wasn't looking forward to watching this match. I'm glad that they like let off with it and didn't leave it as the headliner because I thought that's what they may do. But um, yeah, I'm glad they got this one out of the way. Who wants to take it uh, first on this match? I can talk about this one for a sec. I, I was kind of in the same boat as you, Mike. I wasn't really looking forward to this match at all because it, just that feeling of dread knowing they most likely were going to put the belt on Goldberg, which thankfully, spoiler in case you haven't seen the Rumble yet, did not happen. Drew McIntyre ended up retaining. Um, this match is kind of like playing a WWE 2K video game where it's nothing but finishers start to finish for about two minutes, which I was totally fine with. Like you said, I thought it was a great way to lead off the Rumble. Um, there was a great barricade spot where Goldberg spears Drew McIntyre right through the barricade. Um, yeah. I don't know. Fun way to kick off the show, whether they intended it to be like the show opener just to get, you know, kind of things going well and people feeling good. I don't know, but it definitely did that for me. Yeah. I, um, I said before we started recording, I'm going to try to mix my positives with negatives. So I'm going to start with a positive and echo what you said. I think the fact that Drew McIntyre went over like to me saved the segment because it, I mean, there was nothing special about Goldberg just can barely go anymore. And if Goldberg would have won that match, I think it would have been unmitigated disaster. Cause one, it would have just killed Drew. He doesn't look that great anymore, but you know, they use the legend in a few minutes, put over the current champ. So it's really hard to get too down on it because they made the right call and it was not like it took a lot of time. So yeah, it served its purpose. I think is the way I'll describe that match. It really caught me by surprise when drew McIntyre kicked out of the jackhammer after a couple yeah. of years, like I seriously thought the match was over and yeah. I already had it in my head that Goldberg was winning, but that really, they got me on that one. It was kind of a crummy jackhammer, though, too. Yeah, he didn't really lift him anymore. Yeah. Like, Drew's feet hit way sooner than, like, his back did. So, you know how Goldberg could kind of turn his body over and put go chest to chest on impact? So it didn't look as devastating. But, yeah, as you said, it's kind of a sign that he's just not crisp. It's not uh, – I mean, Drew's a really big guy. I mean, shit, just asking Goldberg to try to do that. Um, he might have more luck having um, Chris Jericho, a honey baked ham over his head and maybe go chest <laughs> to chest on that than Drew McIntyre. But yeah, I. Um, so does this mean that maybe Goldberg isn't going to go to WrestleMania? Because I'd be okay with that. I'm assuming. I, I don't. I think it's just a one shot deal. The only thing yeah. I read in it, again, no, I'm it was, sure it's a one shot deal because I think they're moving on to him versus Drew versus Sheamus. Mm. probably for the next pay-per-view yeah that's true mm. um the only thing that i read somewhere that again it was speculation it wasn't like it was a legit rumor was that maybe 
Goldberg like this, you know, he, he passed the torch. Maybe he'll do one more like quote unquote retirement match. But I would I would be surprised if they pulled the trigger on that so soon as WrestleMania. Yeah, it's not necessary. I it's don't even think he's a draw. But... He's not a draw anymore. I mean, he put over Drew, so he served a purpose. But yeah, as far as there's no point in trotting him out for a Legends pop or anything because there's no crowd. So. Yeah, I think yep. maybe the Goldberg experiment has to be done for for maybe good. For now. Itself out. For now. For now. Till, till the ratings drop. <laughs> Did you have anything more to add, Charlie, at all? Yeah, I oh, actually it wasn't that wasn't that bad. Like you said, like Matt said, I kind of like all the the sure the penfalls and quick little things like that. It was it was short and sweet, I guess. You know, I think it was only like two two and a half minutes, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it was only maybe five or something like from the actual. Maybe that's including the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's perfect. I'm good with that for a Goldberg match. If it's two and a half. Yeah, that's about all he can handle. I think. Yep. I think his entrance actually was longer than the match itself. Oh, for sure. I was, I was very afraid though that when he was running towards the turnbuckle towards Drew McIntyre, you know how he did that head first spear into the steel pole against taker in the crown jewel match i thought we were going to see that again uh in this one but uh yeah he left standing nice moment at the end yeah they hugged uh, it was yeah passing of the torch that that part was i mean it's nice it's the kind of it's good for drew yeah wwe not a bad start and they kept it going with uh carmella versus sasha banks uh the smackdown women's title held by sasha challenging uh, or Carmella challenging her, and Carmella's got a new little look here, boys. I'm looking and yeah. I'm liking. I'm not, <laughs> I do too. I'm not sure if she's supposed to be one of those moms that enjoys drinking wine all the time, and if Reginald is her sommelier because they referred to yeah. him at one point. Um, mm-hmm. but this match in general, I think, was pretty good. Carmella's definitely gotten a little bit better in the ring. Oh, yeah, I yep. like her new gimmick for sure. Um, she seems to have a little more confidence, a little more of an edge to her than she did before. So, I think that's for sure a plus. But man, Sasha can do like no wrong. She's just every match she has is solid in my book. Like, she's just a great women's champ. They made the right call. Sasha ends up going over at the end of the match. Um, but she made Car- Carmella look good in the process. Yeah. So I don't know where Carmella goes from here necessarily, but I think they did a few different things that at least could lead to some sort of a crazy, ridiculous storyline, um, which I'm sure they'll capitalize on. Uh, they're probably, that, that right. thing's probably done, man. They're probably good. And they're going to start gearing it. I think the match is her versus um, the EST. That's where they're going. That makes Carmella sense. Carmella versus Bianca? Yep. Versus really? uh Oscar. Oh yeah. No, I mean, that'll probably that'll probably yeah. be flair, dude. Oh god. Anyway. <laughs> it's just I mean, I hate so to say not it. what I want to see. She'll yeah. be taking she'll be taking Oscar's title. Of course. Please, I'd rather I well, I'd almost rather have Becky back, and I don't really want Becky back. <laughs> yep. Um she Becky Lynch actually hinted that she might have been there uh that night because on her Instagram story she took a picture of the red you know, curtain in the gorilla yeah. position. Oh, sure she and... was if Seth was there. Yeah. yeah, but she got, like, all of her people, like, all riled up and, like, oh, my God, are you there? Like, going crazy. So her phone blew up. But, yeah. I saw that. I, I think that may have been Seth sending her a photo to yeah. 
because it might. Oh, really? You're right. The baby's still very young, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it. I I believe that's what it was too. But yeah, they they got money for a sitter. Yeah, I think uh, I like where your head's at with um, Bianca Belair and Carmella. Um, I'm hoping. Well, the Sasha Banks, like you said, Matt, she can do no wrong. I mean, she is. She's probably the best asset that they have in the women's division right now, having the belt on her. And uh, we're going to talk about the rumble and I'm really hoping for the winner of the women's Royal rumble to go up against Sasha at uh, WrestleMania. But yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing her mix it up with Carmela. Cause she, yeah, like you said, Matt, she's got this new confidence. It kind of looks like she's not as skinny anymore too. So she's gotten a little more ripped. I think she's kind of been taking her wrestling a lot more seriously. And if she wants to take a run at the championship, I'd be there to watch. Her facial features are are extremely large, though. Her mouth and her eyes and like it's it's crazy to me. She it's like it doesn't even seem real. Yeah, I, I mean it's definitely not real, but like it's unbelievable. We talk about this, and I laugh because I think the exact same thing when I'm watching it in the moment. Um, but I, I think you're right. Um, she's definitely in shape. Um, not that she wasn't before, but at this point, it seems like she's put on a little bit of muscle. Um, so I I think she is starting to take it a lot more seriously. And I think I was listening to the what culture podcast as I tend to do and Brian Alvarez earlier today, um, both mentioned Carmela looking really good, clearly taking this a lot more seriously. And I think part of it too, in addition to her, you know, getting that confidence, I think the changing gimmick and a little more focus is really helping her too. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that was a good match. I, um, the the end it's a there's times when you like the ending is so obvious or the outcome is so obvious that it takes away from that which we'll get to later but uh, um this one it, it was fine it was just enjoy enjoy the moment kind of thing uh and i totally yep. agree i think carmella has come a long way um it helps that she's in there with a with you know one of the one of the best there is but even so i think in her own right she looked good and i think they told a good story and i still you know it's it's the one she's been using but that finisher it's like oh, it's always nice in 20 in the 2020s and that that somebody comes up with like a brand new finisher that you've never seen before but that like i can't even describe it but you know they're like her her uh, submission finisher it's just so bank statement no uh carmella's where she kind of oh. like props on one hand yeah, right. and it's, it's really like clever and it works. It, it looks like it would work. So, uh, maybe no, I, yeah, I thought Corey, that was, I thought that was Corey Graves maybe helped her out with it. Ah, Corey sure Graves he did. Is, this new relationship. Maybe that's where she's getting all this new skill from. Sure. I'm sure it is. No question. No question. <laughs> well, it kept great momentum going through the show, which led into the women's Royal rumble. Uh, we had predicted and threw out some names last week that maybe Alexa Bliss, maybe Naomi. Uh, we thought maybe did, I said Ronda Rousey maybe might come out. I believe but, I um, picked Bianca Belair, didn't I? Did you? You did. I was yeah. just about to say, Steve. It was Grabby that brought it up. And uh, Bianca Belair is our women's Royal Rumble champion this year. And what a moment at the end. I mean, she, she felt like... She felt the moment for sure. I mean, she was thanking her mom and dad. I mean, it seemed very genuine and authentic, which made it even more, um, you know, that you wanted you wanted this for her and uh, carry it to the WrestleMania. So good on the WWE to put it on Bianca because she definitely deserves it. And she is looking really good, guys. Yeah, she definitely she is. is. Ripped. Um, 
yeah, I, I won't say too much about the match because, Steve, I know you had some thoughts on the match as a whole, but I do think regardless of how the match itself was, I think the right person won for sure. Um, I think we all kind of agreed on the last episode. Like, as Steve, I know you called Bianca Belair to win it. I think we all kind of were thinking that in the back of our minds. There I'm were a few moments it. throughout the match where I was kind of wondering if that would be the case, but ultimately in the end, that's what we saw, which is great because one of the other things I was uh, listening to today um, and apologies, I can't remember which podcast it was. I Mondays for me, I just love to binge on other people's podcasts in addition to this one. But anyway, um, somebody had mentioned something about needing to create new talent within WWE. And Steve, actually, I think you may have shared the article about just the average age ranges of yeah, the, in the, men's. the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really exciting to see Bianca Belair win the women's Royal Rumble. Not that any of the women in the women's division are older, um, but just some of the younger talent that we haven't seen a million times already getting that push and kind of getting featured or a chance to be featured, I should say. So for me, this was really exciting. The ending was really great. Um, my favorite spot in the match was actually near the beginning of it where we saw Bianca Belair and Naomi do some sort of a cartwheel counter where they were holding each other's hands and feet and cartwheel across <laughs> yeah. the ring in unison it just really makes something different we haven't seen before yeah they're both great athletes i mean yeah bianca belair I, I she i remember seeing her at turner hall and she's had, had her braid uh i've never seen her before the first time i saw her i was like who is this chick but she was very impressive even what was that like maybe five six years ago she had something yeah and she's really coming to she kind of has the total package she's got the look the athleticism the skill set the ability to sell yeah the power she is an incredible athlete so i'm very excited about this move yeah it's like you know we'll get to it later about the age thing and the men's but like yeah you looked at Okay, let me take a step back. I'll, I'll sum up what I think of the women's rumble. I think seventy-five percent of it felt like kind of a mess to me. Yeah. But the end was great because, you know, I had this right. worry in the back of my mind: freaking, don't let it be Charlotte again. And in the end, the two young up-and-comers took out Charlotte and then had a little moment of their own. Rhea Ripley's 24 years old. I mean, she's got a world ahead of her. I don't remember how old Bianca is. I think maybe mid to late 20s. So, um, yeah, I mean, they really, they sell, like, to me, it's like there was so much that was just kind of clunky about the the overall match, but they they redeemed it with the putting the right people over at the end. Yeah, once it gets down to that final four, last five, it it starts to iron out. But, you know, when you got to get, 30 competitors out there to this thing with all different like levels of skill and, you know, throwing the surprises. Who did we yeah. see? We saw Jillian uh, Tori Wilson last night. Yeah. 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 So Steve, can you explain to me and maybe for some of the listeners who this Jillian Hall person is? Cause so that's I funny. No idea. I can, I, I can, although I bear, I don't think I was even watching WWE then, but I must've maybe just been reading on it. Cause she, okay. This was maybe, this is off the top of my head. I think maybe she was around 10 years ago or so. And she, this is only a WWE like type thing. There was a period of time where she, you know, she, she was this blonde curvy blonde, but she had this growth on her head face and it was like super (laughs) fake looking. It looked like a, 
like a pe- like pizza or so. it was like but it was meant to be like oh this pretty girl with this hideous growth on her face again this is this seems like something vince would be like oh that's good shit oh, totally. and then so yeah. she carried that i forget how long she had that thing maybe a year and then the payoff was the boogeyman pulled it off of her face and ate it um (laughs) and then she never had it again and then but then she went through this fake the whole time it was fake the whole time but it was like this super grotesque like like look it up afterwards uh she had this growth but i i honestly i think they put the whole reason for it was to have the boogeyman moment but then the other thing i remember about her which is what they played off of yesterday where she had this stretch where she thought she was this awesome singer and she was just god awful. <laughs> so that's what she was doing yesterday, wasn't she? Wasn't she coming out singing or something? So I don't know that she ever held a belt. She maybe held the Divas title once. She wasn't there for maybe just a handful of years. I, it was one of those that was like, yeah, not maybe, I don't know, they were going like second, third tier of legends when they brought yeah. her up. She was a deep cut for sure. Yeah, Victoria. Yeah, exactly. It was cool to see Total Victoria because she was, you know, especially in the era of um, the like the pinup, like, you know, when, when wrestling was, when they weren't even oh, yeah. trying to put out really talented wrestlers other yeah. than like Trish and Lita and stuff. Victoria was legit. And she uh, had a pretty mm-hmm. good run and impact, I think, after that. So it was nice, mm-hmm. and she's probably made late forties now. But it was—I mean, she was in there for a while last night. Yeah, and you could tell she was probably one of the more seasoned actual wrestlers yeah. in the ring too. Yeah. So I think she was. I, uh, yeah, see, uh, I lost the name Terror or something. I think she was in TNA. Terror Rising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Triple H's doppelganger. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steve, I know uh, one of your favorite girls is Mickey James, and I just wanted to mention. Uh, it was really fun watching Mickey James be back in the ring. It's so interesting to see her get in the ring with everybody else because to, you know, and we've kind of touched on this and I think we've danced around it a little bit, but this was definitely a clunky match as a whole. Totally. Um, but once we see Mickey James get in the ring, her work was so much more stiff than mm-hmm. and snug than the rest of the women. Um, you know, she was there to work for sure. And I felt like a lot of the women were, potentially coached beforehand and i would totally get it if they were just to take their time try to find some spots where they can you know kill some time without killing each other but i feel like mickey james was out there uh and she was ready to go so that was cool to see at least for Mm -hmm. a few minutes um and she lasted a little while i think the one other spot i do want to make sure that we touch on and we had talked about this a little bit before we started recording is Alexa Bliss was in this Rumble match, and we didn't know what kind of Alexa Bliss we were going to see. And she comes out to the Firefly Funhouse music. She's in the Rumble for maybe five minutes. Then there's this moment where she gets that look on her face where she's just got this dead stare at the hard camera, and the lights start to do what they do when the fiend's about to enter. Um, But in a strange moment of logic, WWE decided to book this where Rhea Ripley throws her out of the ring before she has the chance to transform. And it kind of made me upset because part of me kind of wanted to see the transformation. But at the same time, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, if I was in the ring and this one is real, I probably would have done the same thing. So it's I'm like in all those interesting. I'm kind of like in all those battle royals when they um, finally have the sense to get rid of the big guy. Like, you know, like they uh, they like, oh, let's all take out the big show or let's all take out Andre, like where they all like the whole ring gets together. It was like this moment of like, yeah, she's about to turn into some something freaky. We better get the hell out of there. Yeah. Kind of push that story a little more. 
not give it away. I'm glad that she wasn't in there for a long time. Like I, I, I said, I, I don't remember her being in there. You know, she's been such a prominent storyline on Raw week after week. And that was it. Like, even after that, I'm like, okay, she's going to show up in the men's and do something to Randy Orton. Or she's going to do something. <laughs> and like, no, that was it. That was Alexa's moment. Five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, overall, I thought this women's uh, Royal Rumble was pretty good. So-so. Eh, I'd probably give it, you know, a B minus. Generous sure. B. But yeah. super. And that only is because Bianca Belair uh, brought it up and uh, made it what it was. Because I felt left feeling satisfied going into the big match between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Who's sitting at the head of the table this WrestleMania, but not before they have a one-man left-standing match in the Thunderdome. Well, actually, no, it's the in the Devil Ray Stadium. Yeah, the they empty went to stadium like a, dome. a ring in the middle of a baseball field, and uh, we saw some um, whispers of the stadium stampede that we saw in AEW, uh, golf carts being used, uh, climbing big scaffoldings, it was kind of uh it seems like Roman Reigns always is doing one of these matches at the Royal Rumble if he's not in the Royal Rumble already cuz didn't he have one of these kind of matches with Corbin like last year or 2 years ago or something like that? Cor- oh. I think it was like last year. Oh, like like he put Corbin in an outhouse. I think it was in like Arizona <laughs> or no no it was it was at a baseball stadium. I remember that. It could have been, been like Shea Field. Yeah, Maybe, I feel like it was, it was 3 years ago. There was either dog food or a porta potty or an ambulance involved. <laughs> WWE it could have been all three in one. Yeah, match. I would totally forget. Um, yeah, th- I, there was actually a moment during this match that we saw between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens, where I almost texted you guys because the moment where Kevin Owens and Roman they're so they're fighting in the Thunderdome. Then we see them go uh, back into the back area. Then we realize they're at this massive stadium. Um, like I kind of knew that in the back of my mind, but I hadn't really put two and two together till we saw it. Um, I almost felt like I was watching an M night Shyamalan movie. Like, have you guys seen the village where all of a sudden you realize like the world is not what you think it is. Like, it was kind of like that for me in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'd had a few drinks at this point. So keep that in mind as we talk about this, but yeah. um, A lot of massive, crazy spots in this match and all spots that, in any other last man standing match would, you know, be the final move or the final spot to get the 10 count, get the win. But none of these spots, these guys just kept getting up from everything. And it really gave me, and we were texting about this as a group last night, Kevin Owens wins me back every couple months. He'll do a match like this. And it reminds you as the viewer, why he's so awesome and why he's in the main event picture it's kind of disappointing that this was like his third or fourth match against Roman. And yeah. we all knew he was going to lose going into it, but Stupid. regardless, I really like this match. We all kind of knew how it was going to end the ending. I think there was a little bit of a botch with the handcuff spot. Yeah. I think overall, like had that not happened, this match would have way over delivered for what it was. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I touched on it earlier. Like this was a match where I was not excited because the outcome was so obvious. Oh yeah. And it's hard to get 
with you know it's hard to get too into it when you really don't think there's a chance yeah. although they did get me and maybe some of you guys were a split second with that when roman got handcuffed i'm like so did holy I. shit they're gonna do this and then i have it was clever i mean like the only yeah. thing he could possibly do is pop the ref but uh then i mean then they have after, after what happened after that to me lost me a little not in a bad way i mean i really i think it was an excellent match um, if you're going to have a predictable match, at least it's going to be, it better be something that's just like really damn good. Um, but yeah, um, I thought, yeah, it, it, I got a little jarred too out of the, uh, seeing the, uh, I'm still not fully comfortable with the Thunderdome with the, you, you tune it out after a while, but, but seeing the empty arena was like weird. I'm like, wait, where did they go? Even, you know, it, it, cause it, 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 it was a little distracting, but yet not too bad. Yeah, these matches always make it, it. It reminds me. Imagine like if you're a little kid with your two favorite action figures, and you're going around your bedroom making them fight everywhere, like on your bedpost, and then you throw them over to a dresser. It's like they always, yeah, they always. It, it takes a while to. I don't know. They just kind of take forever a little bit between spots. You know, they're always working towards the next thing. And, you know, they have to continue to act and it's just so slow motion. So I was kind of, I was kind of wiped out after this match going into the main event. I had to get like rehyped up. I mean, yeah, it had a lot of great spots. You knew Roman Reigns was going to win, obviously. Um, Charlie, did you have anything, any takeaways from this one? Yeah, pretty much the same. It's just sad that Owens has to keep dropping, keep, job into him over and over and over and it's like it shows you know that match just shows the skill that he has and um it's kind of being wasted there i mean he's getting checks but i mean it's not being wasted but there's no reason that they couldn't did a quick switch on the belt and get it back next month or mania or something you know because it's at least mm-hmm. where does it leave oh Christine at we, there's nowhere for him to go. It is, it is tough. Yeah, it's, where does it go from here? It's like big. No, anything else is like he can't get the title. So it's like it's just kind of a waste for him, you know. And I, I kind of like to. They also had that platform for him to jump off on that pallet as well. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's like perfect. Yeah, perfectly placed, uh, nailed down. You know, so it wouldn't slip or nothing. You know, you know what I was thinking yeah. of is like as an argument for giving the belt to Owens, maybe not this close, but like the time before they wrestled. Yeah. Is, so you guys all remember when Hogan was the bad guy champ and then they built up sting like super slow build to challenge him. Yeah. Even along that collision course. I don't know if you guys remember Hogan lost the title for like a month or a couple weeks. Mm. You remember that? He lost the Luger. Luger beat him for the title on oh, Nitro okay. and then the next pay-per-view lost it. But I mean, the only reason I'm bringing it up is one to show off my nerdy knowledge of WCW, but two, um yeah. you can do that. Like if they're collision if they're trying to do some huge payoff at WrestleMania for Roman yep. Reigns, they could have had him lose the title for a little bit and then get yeah. it back so and, who's he, and yeah, get somebody who's... else. But the problem yeah, is you're gonna lose it too but that's the yeah now it's the pro- like kevin owens can't be and seriously considered no maybe daniel bryan but um they there's really nobody on smackdown left to credibly challenge him and that's the problem they're running into yeah and i swear and i swear if they had fans back in the stadium with him winning so much he would be close to getting go 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 away heat in my opinion oh yeah for sure because he because he 
it's just like being a good face. He just wins everything. He just and he's beating guys that you would that the uh, the Mark fans like me want to see win. He's beating those guys, you know. Oh yeah, this is Vince McMahon's wet dream right now, having yep. a empty arena and have Roman Reigns as the winner where there weren't any genuine boos for this guy, where it's trendy yep, to hate just, this guy. Yeah. He can pipe in his Crazy. Um, noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, it, hold, hold on guys. No, there's I, nothing I think... yet. Nothing yet. It's just, <laughs> okay. It's not for, yet. For the listeners who can't see our video, uh, Charlie was glancing over at the TV, which I thought to be Monday Night Raw. So we oh, it's raw. We'll, we'll keep you posted when. Uh, well, I guess it is. Go ahead and start it. Go ahead and do it. All right. Okay. Well, you asked for it. It's now time for Charlie's Corner. And, oh. another, and now it's another exciting segment of Raw and a match you guys probably haven't seen or talked about in months. It's going to be Randy Orton versus Edge is the main event for Raw again tonight. What? <laughs> yep. Well, you know, you that's what give, they're doing. Not to get ahead of ourselves here, but you have to give the world of credit to Randy Orton's recuperative powers. I think he actually. Might oh be, yeah. I think he might be immortal because his burns were magically gone. Like yeah, they're after, gone. Six yeah. days. Six, six days. days. Yeah. Here he's sponsored by Neo Sporm, actually. Yeah, yeah he, exactly. he should be now. Or or Victoria Mexican beer or whatever. Yeah, he's perfect. Oh, yeah, that was so weird. That was so weird. so funny. Shout out Rey Mysterio. We'll get there. Yeah. But, yeah. Not a mark on his face. (laughs) Charlie's corner. Boy. Nice. Well, I've got to say one more thing about that Kevin Owens, um, Roman Reigns match. Like I said, it kind of dragged on for me. I actually found myself Googling how much Kevin Owens loves dinosaurs or like if he's a big oh, yeah. fan of Jurassic pandas. Park, if he ever said. Pandas. Yeah. yeah <laughs> because he he's got pandas. that huge, he's got like this huge Dinosaur. Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton tattoo. Like yep. what's the deal with that? You know what that means? He's got to end his contract and get over to uh, AEW so he can wrestle an actual dinosaur in uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Yep. He's Absolutely. Really, yeah. He's like in the pandas and I think he's, he's really into going to zoos too. Oh, he's a big animal a lover. Yeah. Does he like rescue them or like donate money to like? I don't think that. Nurse? I think he just likes going. Just likes looking. Yep. Huh. That's his I like thing. It. I respect yeah. it. Maybe. I wonder how he feels about Tiger King, Joe Exotic. <laughs> if you watch that, if it probably rattled him, got him so pissed. Could I mean that would make me want to beat the shit out of Roman Reigns? Maybe you should watch a little Tiger King before he trots out there next time. Yeah, maybe he won't job for him then. Well, speaking of kings, we had Jerry the King Lawler oh. sit in and uh, announcing. Ugh, yeah, that he's just, lost he it for sure. Go away. Yeah, he is terrible. He's so I, bad. I, I didn't know they renewed his contract. I knew it ended a while ago. I didn't know he had got renewed, or maybe he's just doing. He uh, always brings, comes back. Pay as you go. And he he could bring him back for the Rumble nothing. every year. Yeah, and he just brings nothing to the table. He doesn't follow the product clearly. He just his tired one-liners and stuff like were barely. Funny he didn't even years. have any. No, he was he just didn't there. Even have any? Well, with the way everything is now, I'm sure they were like, "Okay, Jerry, you can't do any of your classics." And well, that's just it. Yeah, the times kind of passed oh. Jerry's brand of humor. <laughs> it totally has. He, so he unfortunately, we didn't hear anything good from him. He did one in uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, where he's like, did. "I wish I was in there getting attacked by all these women. It looks like heaven." And they're like, "Oh, Jerry, I uh, I don't think Jerry. you can say that anymore, bud." It's the Uncle Jerry. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, this isn't fucking 98 with Sable and uh, Kitty Cat. And puppies! All those puppies! Yeah. Stay at the puppy area. We thought, you know, there should be some young puppies in the men's match, Royal Rumble, but we saw a lot of old dogs in there. A <laughs> uh, lot of lot of the the hubbub about this year's Royal Rumble is 50% of the entrants are veteran wrestlers, people that aren't wrestling at all on the on the shows, and they just bring them back for these <laughs> big shows. And a lot of younger wrestlers are pissed because they, they work all these, you know, crummy pay-per-views, payback or over the edge or whatever the fuck they Great call them nowadays. Oh my god. Great balls of fire. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> even even the one grounds. Yeah. yeah exactly. Even the one person they brought up from NXT is like 38, 39. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I so yeah, the men's Royal Rumble. Um, it was well, well, how do we want to go about this? What was I saying? I was like basically the talent is pissed because they bring back, you know, folks like Goldberg, Edge all these old guys to take spots in a, a, a match that can put them over at yeah. least give them a little shine. That was an old, so, there was like what, two, two, three people under 30 in that. Yeah. Whereas the women's, crazy. I mean, the, the, yeah, it's a, you brought it up earlier. The women's, I mean, I can, you can rattle off like Rhea Ripley, 24, Tony storm, like 24, uh, Bianca Blair, mid twenties. Like so many Liv people Morgan. in there, Liv Morgan, so many people in there were young and they, I mean, there's some bright future there. Um, I don't think Kay and uh, Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce are all that old. I mean, it's just, there's so much, No, but the men's is so who, like, yeah, the average. Who do we see like in the men's? We, we saw Kane. Yeah. We saw uh, Hurricane. Well, Edge, uh, yep. Hurricane, uh, Christian. I mean, even Daniel Bryan's getting up there. Christian. Christian. Um, shit. I mean, ancient people. Carl oh, and, you, know, um, you know. Okay, here's here's one for you. Carlito is not as old as you think. What is he like? Probably all right. Thirties. Forty-one. Okay, so right. you. So that's Carlito. So Christian, older or younger? Older. Yes. So, and how old is Christian? What is he? Forty-six. Forty-seven. I would think that I, I didn't look it up, but I would assume Probably that's about right. Forty. You look good. Edges. I mean, I, you got to give credit. Edge and Christian both for their age. You know, Edge is wearing it in his face, kind of. But yeah, but his body dude, looks. But good, dude's yeah. ripped, and he was in there for over an hour. I mean, and Christian yeah. did not embarrass himself whatsoever. So at least they brought out mostly, with the exception of Kane and Hurricane, yeah. they didn't bring out guys that looked kind of like ugh. Like even Carlito, who, I mean, again, he's not that old, but uh, he looked pretty good. He did, yeah. Kane, I, I, Steve, when you just mentioned Kane, I kind of chuckled because as we were watching the Royal Rumble, I just kind of laughed at Kane because even his spots in the ring, you can tell he's he's done. No, he's a mayor oh, yeah. and Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ray yeah, Mysterio, Mysterio he's he's, up there yeah. too. Mid forties, recently think. sponsored by Victoria Beer. This is the first that I've seen in the WWE like this. Yeah, uh, they were so awkward about it. What was that? Oh, bad? the 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 promo or the so ad read by yeah. Michael Cole. Jeez. Yeah, I was just gonna say I felt like I was watching a YouTube video where all of a sudden they're like. We're going to show you how to finish building this table in a second. But first, today's video is brought to you by Squarespace. It's like, okay, and here comes Ray Mysterio. By the way, he's brought to you by Victoria Beer, the Mexican <laughs> lager. And Michael Cole's saying this 
on commentary. And what's funny is I, I think it was like right at the end of him doing this whole bit where I finally realized what he was talking about. And I said, wait a minute, did he just do an ad in the middle of the Royal Rumble? But I, it, oh, yeah. that also makes me stop and realize how little anything Michael Cole says actually fucking matters because <laughs> like, how did I not notice this earlier? And in fact, I, the moment I noticed it, my phone started blowing up from you guys who had noticed it and it couldn't help but point it out to everybody else on the <laughs> podcast. So yeah, that was a really interesting moment. That was an authentic ad read, as they say. Yeah, I was going to say Dominic was in there, and he was probably one of the youngest uh, participants in this Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think he probably would have been the youngest. I think he was at 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that uh, Ricochet, I mean, it's impressive. You know, he he was in a qualifying match to make the Rumble that he lost, and then he was still in the Rumble. That's impressive. <laughs> How's that yeah. work? Yeah. I feel Vince like that, that really very like well... I feel like that very well could have been one of those like, oh, oh, well, nobody will remember that. Like, like sometimes it feels like WWE <laughs> does stuff like that. Oh, it's OK. Nobody's going to care oh, all the time. Yeah. Don't let yeah. this go to your head. Uh, ricochet. Vince still hates you and you're never going anywhere. So yeah. don't let this be. A Didn't Ricochet get eliminated whatsoever. by like freaking Kane or something? I think it might have been. Remember. Kane. Yeah. I feel like, I, I feel like and tell, I'm curious lame. what you guys think of this. Like, do you think Vince purposefully punishes guys who were indie superstars and are like super popular on the internet i i don't because i just can't explain ricochet in well, there's a way. whole deal i mean that's there's a there's a you know there's always been that rumor they talk about if if fence didn't create yeah he really doesn't push a you know he really doesn't kind of push you that much you know with, with guys that, some exception like aj but yeah. yeah aj yeah aj is the exception but a lot of there's not been many that came from somewhere else that's been that's the only pretty, one I pretty hard. That's the only one I can think of as AJ. I can't think of anybody else to be quite honest with you. Not like that. No, yeah, AJ is probably the easily the most successful that was made somewhere else. Yep. Um can yeah, I he, can I he didn't, he didn't even have to go to NXT, you know, like no, he uh, went right to the Steen top. and um yeah. Ricochet did. Yep. But I guess I guess we could take that back. Um but I guess he was originally a guy, Drew, because he was originally his golden child. Right, and then kind of brought him back. Yeah. So, but he did kind of create him, though, you know. True. Yeah, he did start there, mostly. Um, yeah. I think now is the time for my rant that, uh, like, um, for sure. I pointed out in both matches is, okay, I get that they do some things in there for, like, entertainment value, but it annoys the absolute shit out of me how – the illogic of like okay billy k was freaking hilarious once she got in the ring and started acting like playing both sides with like the riot squad and that but to come when someone comes down to the ring and then sits at the announcing table or seth rollins like hangs out outside the ring yeah, for like stupid. how many minutes it's like it's just so like i i get one it's been overdone like how many every year now every battle royal somebody goes under the rope and hides out for a while but yeah it's just so stupid because yeah yeah we're supposed to forget about them but um it's just so illogical to me because then why wouldn't anybody do that and it's like everybody even the bad guys are all going to stay in the ring except one who's smart enough to go hang out outside it's yeah. just i don't know it's just the first time they did it probably 30 years ago was clever or when Shawn michaels did it but it's like now it's just lazy 
Um, You'd have to be an idiot to get in the ring right away in a Royal Rumble. Well, that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, everybody like, would, would do you... it. But then, you know, it's funny. Another <laughs> thing related to that, what I noticed was like, because they, you know, remember years ago, it used to be two minutes in between. And then if you've really, if you really count it, sometimes they're not even consistent with the clock. They just kind of do it by feel, which I'm okay <laughs> with. But the women's in particular, it felt like by the time their entrance was done, they were counting the next person. And it was like, it was really weird, yeah. except, except the number 30. It was like, there was like this really long gap because I think they were doing some goofy story. They were doing something in the ring and they, they clearly held off on the count until, the, until yeah. they were done. And then all of a sudden it was 10, nine, eight and Natalia came out. But, but no, that's my rant is that uh, even though um, Billy Kay made it, like her, she, she was pretty damn funny last night, but that whole coming and then just deciding to sit and talk to the announcers, it's like, come on, that shouldn't be allowed. So, so Grabby's golden rule you get your ass in the ring when your number is called in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and, I feel like, and I feel like if you leave the ring, even if you leave it under the top rope, like you should, you should, you should be done. Like, otherwise, like taking a powder, as they yeah. say, shouldn't be allowed. I hear but that. It's fake. Yeah, it's not, and we I mean, <laughs> we saw to go along with your uh, hanging out outside the ring. They played the classic. Randy Orton comes out at one or two or whatever it was, and I'm like, oh great, we're gonna see this guy in the ring for an hour and a half. And it's like, great. Well, they he faked an injury and he Did went he? off. I, yeah, well, I couldn't tell. Oh, totally I couldn't tell if it was meant to be fake because, like, he actually was put through like something, wasn't he? Like a table or something, I don't, or hit with a chair. Dude. Yeah, but I, I, I thought he was just. He no, I think he. I thought he was just doing a lousy job sharing, showing, um, selling at the end. But no, he actually was. Uh, the idea was that he was faking it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And okay, and especially with That's all the better. camera cuts to him hobbling yeah. out, there yeah. was no question that he was selling in it. A fake okay, movie. okay. Then I then I take that back. But it's Randy Orton. He still sucks. But I mean, yeah, it's the classic. That's another move just to like, you know, keep the viewers guessing. Yeah. I guess the older we get, the more keen we are to it. But, you know, we've watched a lot of matches over the course of our lives. We even hit each other up at the group text like, oh, yeah, you got Orton's 100% coming back into this match. And what's funny is Mm -hmm. I completely forgot he had pulled that by the time the match started to wind down to the end. Oh yeah, I was like two, three beers deep by that. I totally <laughs> forgot about Randy. I always try to forget about Randy Orton. Big time. <laughs> so the result of this match was, yeah, Randy Orton coming in last minute. Edge is still in the ring. And Edge, who Charlie said like last week on Raw, oh, they just announced Edge being a participant. Well, holy shit, he's your winner and he's going to be headlining WrestleMania this year. Who would have thought? Yeah, I that certainly was, didn't. That was awesome. I, I think when we talked about this match last week, none of us really had a, like a confident guess as to who we thought was going to win or somebody that we really, really wanted to see. Well, we said there's like nobody. There's like nobody that could, and we didn't think Edge. And I guess it makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, I, I think it does. I, I the only other person I, I think in that final five that I would have wanted to see would have been Daniel Bryan. Um, like he, I feel nah. like he would have been a good fit, but at the same time, he, he didn't really look good in this match either. At least they didn't. Dude, really he looks disgusting. 
Right. He looks wow. disgusting. Every, all, all the time he looks disgusting. With the beard, he looks disgusting. With the short hair, he looks disgusting. His face looks like, like a blood. skeleton. And he's like one of the... He reminds me of a legit farm story. animal. <laughs> he shouldn't... I, I don't know. Do, wow. do you remember when he was wrestling... Um, who was that guy? Drew Gulag or whatever it was? And Gulag. like they did like a su- suplex off the ropes and... He pulled, he pulled Daniel Bryan's speedo down, and his, and his, uh, his unit came went flopping out on TV, and his balls were out and everything. I don't remember this. I do not either. Oh I my think you god! Fantasize it, this. <laughs> yeah. No, no, this is real. It was real. It was like a year ago in April or something. I remember because I was in Pittsburgh. It was when me and Kristen, I think, were probably getting going to our marriage stuff. Cause I watched it at her parents' house and I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this just happened. I was probably, it's in the group text. Never mind. But whatever. Daniel Bryan looks disgusting. Johnson in or Johnson out. That's gross. <laughs> I would never want to see that guy. Wow. He's got a Bella twin. I'm standing though. firm. You, uh, I know that's the thing. It drives me crazy. So you really didn't want him to win, which I, that's fair. I, I get it. I, I was, Kind of surprised, but not totally shocked to see Seth Rollins return as number 29. There was definitely yeah. a moment, though, where, Mike, I felt about Seth Rollins, how you kind of feel about Daniel Bryan, where I did not want him to win. Um, and when they even hinted here. at the fact that he might, I just thought to myself, yeah, WWE can't help themselves. You know he's going to win. And the moment we saw him get eliminated was probably the biggest moment of relief I had during this match. Same here. And there was probably three or four more swerves after that, which kept me guessing the whole time. So by the time Edge finally won the match, I was 100% on board with it. Right. Yeah, that's... um, I I was terrified that Seth Rollins was going to (laughs) win. Like, I just... So there's something like in my hall of fame of people I don't like Randy Orton's up is like probably number one, but Seth Rollins is moving up that list because it's not, you know, okay. You, oh, know, yeah, you're gonna, totally. you know, you're going to get good matches from him, but his character is just to me so lousy and there's nowhere left to oh. go. And I guess that's probably more a WWE. That's my same argument with like my problem with Charlotte and some people is just they've done it all and they've hot shot at so many things that there's just feels like there's nowhere else for that character to go well like unless he, they do a complete dug- character change Un- well yeah i don't know who had this monday night messiah idea because if you call yourself a messiah you have to have followers you got to have like and an he did before. behind you yeah he yeah, had and a- then it whittled down it? to buddy who was it before <sighs> Oh, uh, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, Buddy, yeah. It yeah good Buddy point. Murphy it and those two, those two twins. Those not twins, but those two guys from uh, NXT. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Authors of Pain, it. who they so, dumped. Yeah, Authors of Pain, okay. yeah, they cut. So that's, so that's three people. Three yeah. people. You can't Messiahs be a Messiah have, with three people. Messiah's got to have at least 12. Yes. Exactly. If they would have had, if he would have been like somewhere. Hollywood Hulk Hogan and was the leader of the NWO, then that would be something. Yes. If you like guys call Virgil, yourself a messiah. Yeah. If you had oh, Virgil, yeah. that's a oh. start. Pick them up. Yeah, yeah. They definitely, Everybody's in. If they had leaned a little harder into the messiah gimmick, I think it would have been really interesting. Yeah. But, uh, that, I don't that think it ever would. Way people, if you're people kind of, he kind of lost it. I mean, he kind of lost the crowd or the fans um, with that gimmick. And he was bitching about, he's like, 
he became a big cheerleader for WWE yeah. back in the corporate. So that kind of turned him he took against. A shot at, he took a shot him. at Osprey, and then he wound yeah, up having yeah, the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just, just looked so corporate and lame yes, when he was yeah. doing that. So like it's gonna be it's gonna be real tough for him to get ever back big. Plus again. Plus, I think when he went exclusive, being with Becky Lynch, who was like the hottest wrestler at the time, not just looks wise, but still, I mean, she's. I don't, not, about, I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about looks I, wise, ever. Hey, I I'm into it. Eh, I'm into it above average. But whatever, there are marks out there that fantasize like, oh man, if I just had a chance with Becky, oh man, like like if they would ever they need, have a chance, there's no a, way in hell they need to get on Instagram then. <laughs> well that's what i mean they need to get their heads examined because there are people that fantasize like some guy who's sitting in like bumfuck nowhere that's like man me and becky lynch we're gonna be someone and seth stole on the wall and steph stole right up from under me god damn him so yeah everybody who had a crush on becky lynch probably hates seth Rollins' guts. well and you just brought up actually there was another thing when they finally acknowledged that couple like on tv like I don't right. remember the details now, but like that was really weirdly written, and like he was kind of looking like a pansy, and like, and then like didn't yep. help her. Like there was like some weird stuff going on where like they completely they wrote uh... that story terribly, and mm-hmm. I think that it would have been that I think as much as mm-hmm. what Charlie said killed that character too. Oh yeah, oh, it yeah. was. They fumbled oh, yeah. it. They fumbled it for sure with him because he was hot. Like he was. There was a he time, was their yeah. biggest thing. When he turned and, on the um, shield yeah. and stuff, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Tee it up, tee it up, Matt. <laughs> oh boy, it's now time for Charlie's corner. Oh God, you gotta see this, dude. So they have the match. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the match, but what match? Um, Edge and um, Randy. Edge and Randy. Well, Edge pinned him. Only only reason he pinned him is because. Um, What's her name showed up from the team? Alexa showed up sitting on top of one of the ring posts and started like bl- blood coming out of her mouth. So they're not they're not done with this fiend Randy you know Orton. What? Thing. Randy Orton wrestled, so Randy Orton wrestled a WrestleMania match with a ring changed like like where they showed like insects and stuff like um, Oh yeah. Like, he should be able to handle a moment like that now. Yep. But that distract that distracted him to get speared by Edge to take the take so down. The only positive, so, the only so positive stupid. out of that is hopefully they just lead, like they keep Randy Orton and Edge away from away from he doesn't so, so he doesn't ruin Edge. Yep. Yeah. This has been Charlie's Corner. And another excellent episode of Raw in the books. Another so, episode, so did, excellent like, episode of Charlie's Corner in the books. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So did like Alexa Bliss bite somebody? The reason she was bleeding from the mouth, like, what's the deal? She was just the horror demons. movie, horror movie, just bleeding from the mouth oh my god jesus yeah it's getting bad folks but um getting (laughs) oh it's been bad oh sorry i'll save my point until after the rumble talk oh no are we done no what oh yeah i brought this i brought this guys up this up to you guys off the air but i just wanted to mention to our listeners that i uh i got a new tv a week ago which was a nice way to watch the rumble but um 
there's like these free channels through the Zumo service. And one of them is an impact wrestling one where pretty much 24 seven, they show highlights from years past. And I think oh, more gosh. recent. So I got this morning as I was having breakfast sucked into, they did a uh, special on the feud between sting and Hogan and TNA when Bischoff was there, that was that kind of period of time when, People were, you know, ripping on like t- impact that Bischoff and Hogan's egos were out of control and all that. But the funniest damn thing was it, it was like Hogan like somehow got control of the company and then thing was like, though, this guy's not trustworthy. There's stuff going on and it culminated into a street fight. And it was super cheesy and corny. But as I was watching this like hour long thing, I'm like, that's better that? than like 75 percent of what's in wwe right now it was actually oh, a coherent yeah. patient story and yeah. like that's I mean, like just copy consider, that people consider that a low point in tna and it was yeah. better than most of what i like it's better than freaking blood coming out of alexa bliss's mouth yeah that's what a lot of people say that that stuff that they're doing on tna was better than yeah raw right now they say even at the time it was better than what wwe was doing but nobody was really watching it right you know? So uh, the more well, how do we watch is, that? Well, this this like so this Zumo. I think you brought up Pluto as a free. Pluto, These yeah. are two services that are basically free. They 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 they're buoyed by ads like commercials and yeah. stuff. Yeah, right. But there's a hundreds of some channels, and they got weird stuff like there's oh, a yeah. uh, so, divorce court channel where it's just nothing. Oh yeah, those court. shows. But yeah. um, I love there's it. There's an Impact Wrestling one on those two sh- services, and it just oh, wow. shows stuff so, from over the years. All, you know, basically, it's, it's funny, almost like though, a subset be- of their paid service. Which it's Impact funny though has. because my wife just bought uh, an antenna. We just put a TV up in our living room, and it's a Roku TV just because they're easy, accessible, whatever. Yeah. But it, she got this nice antenna that you just screw in, and then when I did the scan the normal local channels they gave me like a hundred just like you said like the zumo or pluto tv that like came with this antenna so i wonder if i went up there and uh filed through it that i could find what you're talking about i think you would Is, because what's the name of the channel it's on called zumo? Impact do you remember wrestling. It's, it's called impact it's called impact wrestling and it's uh it's got their okay. logo. So yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't remember. It's like in Zumo, it's one of the later numbered ones out of the hundred they got. So probably like uh, in a, it's like in a sports section kind of. Probably. I think it is in a block like on with the sports grid ones. Yeah. So check it out. I mean, it's, right. like, you know, if you like, I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, I'll take free wrestling. It's it's uh, they got some classic stuff on there. Put it yeah. on. Yeah. We're gonna need it. We're gonna need yeah. it if uh, Raw keeps going like this. That's right. Shit. But yeah, we're building to uh, WrestleMania. So Edge, who do you think he's gonna face at uh, WrestleMania now? Oh man, at this rate, it's probably gonna be Randy Orton in some capacity. Whether uh, Randy God, takes no. the belt off Drew. No, Biden he's got it. No, I, I, I'm I'm assuming. Um, I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming it's gonna be Reigns. That's what I'm. Unless, that's my prediction. Unless they turn Drew heel really I, quick, but it's gotta have- be Reigns. That would be so stupid. It's like they put all this investment in Rand and Drew. They fed him Goldberg. You know, it's like yeah. if they were doing all of this to pump him up, you can't turn him heel now. Um, yeah, no, no, so, no. He's and, definitely and Edge, a face. Dude. And Edge McIntyre are both two likable stories. I don't think that big. Yeah, to me, it's like it's almost got to be right. It's got to be. Something. It's always got to be good guy, bad guy. Yeah, Sheamus. I think is what they're maybe not for WrestleMania, but. They're setting up Seamus next for McIntyre. 
Ugh. Maybe it is Seamus, yeah. another yeah. disgusting character. Well, Seamus turned on him tonight, so. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of, speaking of good guys who are bad for us, did you guys watch any of that Yokozuna thing last night? I watched oh, part yeah. of it. I loved did it. You watch yeah. the, did you watch the part where Hogan yeah. took Dude, what, a, what a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> what a piece of shit, dude. Because I, I had kind of quit watching around that time, and I didn't know he jumped in. He jumped in to take the title from him, right? As he won oh, it at yeah. Mania. That's right. Dude, I what that. the yeah, hell? I saw dude. that. I saw it was that so when great it when Reigns go. Reigns looks so pissed at that comment when he goes. And oh. then, yeah, it was yep. great, dude. Fucking well, it wasn't it. up to him, right? Hogan was just doing his job, right? Bullshit. I'm sure Hogan talked Vince into it. Dude. Lobbied it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was bullshit. Don't. It was bullshit, dude. I'm sure he. He. he and he had like 200. He, he pulled every lever he could to, to get that belt off of him because he had just yes. come back. Yeah. Yeah. So Charlie's Charlie's talking about uh, WrestleMania, freaking maybe like six or seven, eight. at Caesar's Palace. Seven, it was at Caesar's Palace, and uh, Yoko just was it Bret Hart that he yep. just beat, yeah, at yep. the main event. I mean, the Samoan heritage, you know, everybody works so hard, the family's just number one. Yoko is like the shining star up and comer, takes it off of Bret. And Yokozuna's family was like all there, like 200 yeah. people came to see him, yeah. and everybody's crying and just loving it, like, oh, fucking Yoko, they finally got it. And then America's ultimate face, like the guy <laughs> that everybody <laughs> loves, that's like push Yokozuna out of the way and takes the belt right off him. He didn't have it for more than three minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that <laughs> so bad. Yeah, that was that was a good WrestleMania. That's when um, Undertaker versus uh, the Giant Gonzalez. Remember that oh. dude? Okay, yeah, oh, that was so bad. Suit. Fine, I think that was yeah. so crazy. I remember the being late... young watching that match. Yeah. And like, holy shit. El Gigante is what he went by in WCW. Yep. And, L- and yeah, Luger, Luger on the on the aircraft carrier was SummerSlam. That wasn't WrestleMania, right? Where he slammed Yoko on the no. aircraft carrier. I don't even know if it was a pay-per-view, but they made it like a special or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they were really hoping Hope I don't know. Luger would be the next big thing in WWE. Oh yeah, he was he was big. I mean, when they brought him out with that mirror, and then they put the American flag on all of his yeah. gear, and then the iron plate in his forearm. Luger was hot. Too bad he had to kill Miss Elizabeth. That sucked. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She killed herself. We'll cover Dark Side of the Ring <laughs> later on. But yeah, boys, we'll see what happens with um with the results of Royal Rumble coming into WrestleMania. We have AEW. Uh, beach break coming up. Is it a week now? It's not this Wednesday. It's next it's Wednesday. This Wednesday, right? I think, is the big. What oh, is this show. Wednesday? Yeah, the fifth, right? Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third yeah, or whatever. Tonight, yeah. I think it is this. All right. That'll be exciting. Well, we got some. We got some big matches coming up there. We have Sting and Darby Allen taking on uh, Ryan Cage. Brian Cage, excuse me, and Ricky Starks. Yeah, that's going to be so awesome. Plus Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, the long-awaited yeah, match. Show, yeah gonna be really good so yeah that we'll be tuning in on wednesday show. and who's that that's that match Anna is Jay? gonna steal the show uh that that oh. the uh the thunder road um, yeah big... yeah uh i think well, sting might be on the pay-per-view yeah it's not to the pay-per-view yeah he's at, at revolution but there Both is fine. a bunch there is a bunch of matches this wednesday and i that are they're <clears throat> been advertised 
Yeah, I'm really excited for that street fight with Sting and Darby Allen. There, I, I don't know if you guys saw it on Instagram, but Darby Allen supposedly was at Pastrana Land, like Travis Pastrana's personal playground yeah. today. And he jumps off. It looks like a scissor lift, but it's got to be a treetop height. Just jumps off this thing into a massive pile of foam blocks. Um, Sammy Guevara was also there. So I don't know if a few of the guys went there just to practice some high spots or just have a good time, but... I don't know. Maybe that builds into what we something we see at Beach Break. We'll see. Yeah, they're joining the Nitro Circus. Maybe they get the Nitro Circus out there. I like watching that show. I was just looking up the card. If you yeah, yeah, the Elite versus Death Triangle. Nice. Uh, Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston in a lumberjack match. You know that one's going to be brutal. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Speaking of which, for those of you who follow Keep the Kayfabe on Instagram, check out our latest post where we have a gif of Lance Archer choke slamming Eddie Kingston kind of onto the it's, apron, it's more dumped. or less straight to the floor. Oof. So brutal. Oh, that was so brutal. I, I, I don't know if he was trying to choke slam him onto the floor or choke slam him onto the apron. It was like a 50 50 thing, but I think Eddie Kingston needs a new hip after it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was bad. Awesome. Well, yeah, Matt just mentioned that uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Keep the Kayfabe. Remember to hit the follow button on Spotify so you can uh, be alerted for all the next episodes. And uh, we'll be recording again next week. Thank you all so much for joining us again. It's been fun. Boys, I hope you have a wonderful evening and a great rest of your week. Well, I'm going to have nightmares uh, thinking about blood coming out of Alexa Bliss's mouth. Yeah, I just sent you guys a link, so word life. <laughs> <laughs>